1: Welcome to Live Boldly with Sarah Shulton Kranz, a survivor, thriver, adventurer, and believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly, regardless of circumstances. I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from hand-picked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, friends. I am so excited to have you here as I was honored to interview the amazing Morgan Harper Nichols for this particular podcast episode. We had a powerful conversation all about life, storytelling, purpose, passion, fear, courage, and man, was it inspiring. So if you don't have your journal, your pen, your favorite drink, please go grab it, curl on up, take some notes on this particular episode because it was an incredible conversation that she and I had together. Before I start talking about Morgan, I would like to share a few things with all of you. We are currently filling up our April 25th through the 29th Grand Canyon Transformational Retreat. It is co-led with Brittany Lynn. She is flying in from Costa Rica to do her amazing meditations, mindfulness, and some yoga perhaps on the trail. So if you are interested, again, all women, Please do me a favor, DM me, send me a message, email me at sarah at sarahsholtoncrans.com. I would love to set up a free 20-minute discovery call with you to see if this is the right fit. It is turning out to be a phenomenal group of women who are going to be going down into that Grand Canyon and coming on out, completely awakened, transformed, healed with from many, many things in their life. And I'm telling you, it is powerful so, again, if you're interested, let's get you on that calendar, get a 20-minute free discovery call with me, and let's have that chat. Also, we are currently filling our July 9th through the 13th co-ed Grand Canyon retreat. Again, if you are interested, please send me a message and let's set up a call so that we can figure out if that is the correct one for you. Um, that will be co-led with Jenna Reese. She is a breathwork and meditation instructor. She is phenomenal. Breathwork at the bottom of the Grand Canyon is like nothing else, I'm telling you. So if you are interested in July, please message me. Let's have that chat. And then, guess what? November 10th is my book release. So if you are not subscribed to my newsletter, please go into my website, sarahsholtoncrans.com. Subscribe so that you can keep up to date on all things book launch, pre-book sales, uh, gosh, I, everything from speaking engagements to book signings. And then also, I am launching a monthly membership beginning January of 2021. And so, all the information that is coming to me, I am passing out and funneling through my newsletter. Please go in and subscribe so that you do not miss a beat. Lastly, I am also running a December Grand Canyon retreat. So if that is something that you'd be interested in, you ready for this? It is holiday at the Grand Canyon. We will be down there for Christmas. And yes, that means having a holiday meal in the amazing cantina at Phantom Ranch at the bottom of the canyon. It is a three-night retreat. And if you are looking to transform your holiday, this is a perfect way to do it. I transformed my Thanksgiving down there last year. And let me tell you, it was phenomenal. So if that is something you're interested in, let's jump on a call and see if it is right for you. That will be a co-ed retreat. So let's talk about Morgan Harper Nichols. She is a writer, an artist, a musician who makes her work around people and their stories. And if you do not follow her on Instagram, please go do so. She, her feed is beautiful. Um, You can go in there and get a daily quote, daily inspiration every single morning, noon, night, whatever. Make your day a better day by just reading a few of her words because I'm telling you, they touch your heart and your soul. She actually started her adult life as a college admission counselor, which is interesting because I used to be a teacher. And then in 2017, Morgan started a project where she invites people to submit their stories to her website. From there, she creates art inspired by what they send her, and then she sends them the art for free. Nearly everything that Morgan creates and shares today is from this project, and she always keeps the names and stories anonymous. The fruit of this project is shared daily around social media, in publications, on murals, and more. She has been commissioned by and collaborated with publications and brands, including Adobe, Live Nation, Coach, Esquire Singapore, so many more. She has been featured on social platforms for publications such as Teen Vogue, Refinery 29, Hello Giggles, and Soul Pancake. Her book Storyteller was a number one Amazon bestseller in inspirational poetry, and right now... You can go and purchase her book all along, You Are Blooming, Thoughts for Boundless Living. I have this book sitting here right now, and let me tell you, the pages are gorgeous. The words are so inspirational and beautiful. Like I have said, they touch your heart and your soul. So once again, if you do not have your journal, go grab it, grab your pen, and please follow along, listen, listen jot down anything that you get out of this um, particular podcast, because it was an incredible conversation that we had together, and I am just honored to share her words with all of you. Hello. I am so excited to have Morgan Harper Nichols um, in front of me. And by the way, literally, my niece will not stop texting me right now and I'm not <laughs> I can't believe you're interviewing her. You Oh my the, goodness. Well, the beautiful thing about you is that um which we'll get into, who you are and everything, but the beautiful thing that I just want to say off the bat, like right off the bat, is that you touch lives across age groups. You mm. touch lives across I mean like the amount of people that that follow you that listen to you, that love your work, that you inspire, that you, um, where you touch their heart and their soul. It's a, it's a, you have a huge following, which just Mm -hmm. proves right there. I mean, that right there, you are doing some tremendous work in this world. Mm -hmm. So I want to just start out with, thank you. Really. Mm -hmm. Thank you. My niece means everything in the world to me. I hike with her. I have climbed summits with her. I have done the grand Canyon with her multiple Mm -hmm. times. And um, she's been through an awful lot in her life. And so when I noticed that she was following you and that you were inspiring her in a different way that I don't, I don't do it in the same way that you do. It just, I want to thank you for that because yeah. that alone, the fact that you're touching my niece's heart and soul means the world to me yeah. as her aunt. So oh. that's really, truly how I wanted to start this with you. Is just a simple, thank you. Wow. Well, yeah.
0: thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. I I you know, it was interesting because I started this whole project because I was I had a lot of uncertainty in my own life and I was just kind of like, well, the least I can do is respond or write to one person at a time and I honestly in the beginning and I've started sharing this more and more but in the beginning I actually lost followers when I started sharing more artwork because I haven't gone to school for art and I was just like in straight experimental mode and I didn't know what I was doing I was just trying stuff um but the way that I knew that I wanted to keep going was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if people unfollow me because they're like, I'm sorry, I just didn't sign up for Morgan's random art project. <laughs> um, I was like, it's, it's fine because I know that it matters to write for one person at a time. So yes. that's still the way that I see it. It's the way that I think about it every single day. And honestly, it's the only way that I'm able to keep doing this because it's, there are moments where I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of people. I don't know what to do with that. Like, right. <laughs> like I can't possibly connect with this many people. It's impossible. Um, so yeah, I just try to remember that. So to just, you know, hear that, you know, your niece and, and that she's one of those people. And yeah, I, I, when, I, when I hear a story like that, it just makes me take a moment
1: for that person. I'm like, oh, that's who that's for. So thank I, you for I, sharing that with me deal. Um, the work that the work that we're doing is big. It's a big deal when we are mm-hmm. there to inspire even just one person, um, and to touch their heart. It's, it's a big deal because we also know that then they are ripples in this world of touching other hearts and souls, which mm-hmm. is why we do this work. Right. I mean, I mm-hmm. know yeah. I've sat with you for what a whole like 20, 10 minutes, whatever it yeah. is, right. <laughs> You're my soul sister. I was yes. podcast and I do want to talk really quick about who you even are right like yeah. let's get down to that um you are well i want to actually have you really dive into that but you are a writer you are a storyteller which i freaking love right there mm-hmm. anytime i see that i'm like yes yes please yes more of that mm-hmm. um you are an artist you were um you also are a musician right mm-hmm. and yes, um, yes. there's so many parts to you and I want to just start there and have you introduce yourself. And how did you get to doing this? How did you get to doing this?
0: Yes. So I I feel like you know context is a huge thing and and background story can help a lot. At least in my my story is because I grew up in a very creative household where creativity was encouraged. Both of my parents are creative in their own rights. They're writers and. I was, I was homeschooled and my mom like made up her own curriculum for us. So I was a preacher's kid and my dad was always really creative with the sermons. And so I grew up around like two people who encouraged my sister and I to be really creative. So I grew up thinking, I was like, oh yeah, that's just what people do. Like they're, they're creative and they have ways of expressing themselves. And that's just a thing um however it's just the more the older I got and the more I got into the outside world and into college especially I started to quickly realize that you know not everybody has that sort of view of just like oh yeah just create and there's space for you and I was I often felt and it wasn't so much like from professors like it was more so from other from peers I often just felt like I wasn't cool enough to be in the artist crowd and but I was like too artist to be in the non-artist crowd and I was just like whoa where do I fit like I don't know like where my people are I don't know where my community is um and that was very hard for me because even though you know I would I I am an introvert and you know I think a lot of times people may think introverts don't want to have friends but we do (laughs) and I was like oh like and I have and I have friends I have very dear friends I just always felt like a little different and I always just felt like I'm like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing I I just feel like some of the even the the friends I do have the things that excite them and and bring them alive like I was just like they wear me out like I don't I don't understand where where I belong so you know, for me, I feel like the grace and all of that was that I somehow managed to put all of those questions into my artwork. And I somehow all of those questions are feeling like I did it for long. And I tried everything from being a wedding photographer to being a singer songwriter, um, just all of these different ways to try to like, connect with people through art, because I felt like this thing that's been in me since I was a, a child, since childhood, I was like, there's got to be a way to to create a rhythm, to connect with people. And I just kept hitting wall after wall after wall. And especially financially, it just got to be really difficult, especially in the years after college, because it, it kind of became like, well, you know, it's one thing to be in college or to be in high school trying out art projects. But It's another to be like going on, you know, a few years of marriage and you're in your spouse me and my husband are trying to figure out like, you know, how we're going to figure this out. So that's another thing. So yeah, after trying a lot of different things, a lot of it culminated down to one night when I was 26, November, 2016, I was sitting at home. My husband was working really late that night. And I just kind of had like a bit of a breakdown. And I was just like, you know what, I'm done trying. Um, I feel like a failure. I feel like I've let my family down. I feel like my parents have cheered me on and supported me. And here I am, like no money, nothing to show for it. And I feel like I've let my husband down. Like he's so supportive and I don't have anything to show for it. And you know, I, I'm in this creative world. There's all these creative industries and I just don't feel like I can measure up. And it all kind of came down on me like in one moment and I wrote a poem about it. And I wrote a poem about that moment. And the poem starts with, when you start to feel like things should have the better this year, remember the mountains and valleys that brought you here. And I wrote that poem and in all honesty, I didn't believe it. I was just kind of like, okay, all right, sure. All of this brought me here, but I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Whatever. I just kind of brushed it off. And I still ended up taking a picture of the poem and I ended up sharing it on Pinterest and I forgot about it for a few months. And this was in November, 2016. And in January, 2017, I ended up finding out that it had been repinned over a hundred thousand times. And... <laughs> People started messaging me saying, Hey, can you write more about that poem? Like, because that's what I've been through. Like, I feel that way. Can you write more about that? And at first, I was kind of like, I don't really know. Like, I think that was just like a one time thing. Like, I don't even really know if I could go to that deep place of feeling like a failure all the time <laughs> to write poems. Right. Um, but the thing that kept me going, and it's kind of what I shared earlier, it's just, And there was a lot of young women that were that were messaging me. A lot of teenage girls just sharing with me the things that they had been through. And it was a very humbling experience because it was like, you know what? I may not be able to figure out this whole career as an art thing, but at least I can write for them. At least I can write for this this girl. Um, So I started doing that in October 2017. I posted on my Instagram I said if you would like me to write something for your story just send me your story and I'll write something for you and I'll just send it to you for free I won't share your story it's it stays private um and yeah that's how I've been making my artwork ever since and
1: yeah so that's a huge huge part of what I do It's so interesting because one of the things that you said uh, is about wanting to belong. I'm a massive introvert. People don't believe Mm -hmm. that because I am out there and, you know, but, but I, and also some of it is because of me having to go through my own recovery in life, um, through so many betrayals and everything and having to share my story. It's exhausting sharing your story. Like it, it really is Mm -hmm. a lot and Uh and I and I still have been trying to figure out through my own, you know, shift as well, like what you're talking about is trying to belong. Like who Mm. we all want friends. We all, even the introverts, right? Like we want friends. Yeah. And we need friends. We need support. And um and through my own, you know, navigating through my own summits and valleys and canyons and out on the ocean, I've been navigating that same thing because we all do. Like in this world, we all want connection and we all want community and we all want to belong. And we all deserve to, and yes. we all can. There, there is a place for every one of us. It's about figuring out how do I, where do where do I create that, or how do I fit mm. in with other people? Mm. Um, and you've done a brilliant job in creating that not only for yourself but for others in this way. Because social media can be, it can it can it can ride two different waves. You know, I remember mm-hmm. in one of in in the podcast that you were talking about with social media as well. Like there's a huge balance with social media of, um, do we do it for, use it for good? And because it can also create an awful lot of, uh, a lot of angst, it can create an awful Mm -hmm. lot of damage for a lot of people. And so Mm -hmm. you're using this as a platform for so much good.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. That's, that's my hope. I, you know, I think a lot about, you know, back in those early days when I started to receive those messages, you know, like I mentioned before, it was a lot of, a lot of young people not not only teenagers but there were a lot of younger people and you know and i was like you know what i definitely know i at least have something to say to myself 10 years ago so yeah you know, at the time i was 26 i was like i at least have something to say to 16 year old morgan so if if i were 16 now i would be on instagram i would be on snapchat you know i didn't have those things when i was 16 but If I were in that time, that's what I had. So for me, social media is like, well, whoever you're speaking to, where are they? And Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's where a lot of people hang out. And as I started to write more, I was like, oh, it's not just... 16 year olds, it's me, it's it's also 25, 35, 65. Um,
1: 46. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm 46. Yeah, I'm like it's it's
0: it's, it's a place where be. for yes, for many different reasons, it's a place that we can connect and that many of us have a presence. And so yeah, it's and my thing is like, and that could change in a year, you know, or, or five years, but as long as it's here, I'm like, this is a place where people are, and it's definitely a place to connect with people. So I'm going to use it.
1: Well, I'm going to um, throw something out there as well with this, is that I know for my own self that when I'm reading many of your poems, a lot of your writing, it also speaks to my 17-year-old self. Mm. And there's so much healing that we, even as a 46-year-old, that still is, um, is constantly being done with my younger self. So if it's my 17 year old self going through my major first trauma, or if it is my 10 year old self, when I was alone, you know, hiking through cornfields or whatever it was. Right. And so I know that the important part, I think that, that also is, is that we're finally putting into the light is that it's not only about the person that you are today, it's the, it's the person that you were throughout your entire lifetime that we still Mm. need to go back and look at it and say where is yeah. this from? Where is the stemming from? So I don't yeah. and it's also about that future self, right? Like, mm-hmm. where do I want to go?
0: How mm-hmm.
1: do I I in your podcast when you mentioned about the guy on the the guy on the um, if, and I I'm gonna pin your for that pod this last podcast oh. <laughs> because I want you all to go and listen to it because it was so I was just I was throwing it out oh, to I was like you. listen to this. This is so oh. speaking <laughs> to me and which I'm gonna get into with that but you mentioned about the kid on the airplane, right? About who, how he was getting ready to take off and he was all scared. And then all of a sudden, not too much longer, he was taking his phone out and he was like taking pictures. Yeah. Of everything. And, it, and it was about um, putting your, putting, put, taking that first step and putting yourself into motion. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. if that, and where I'm, where I'm going with this is even your, your, your words speak to me in where I'm going to be going. So they put me into motion into who is that person that I want to become, which is beautiful. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's beautiful.
0: Hmm. Thank you.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I just, and hearing you share that, like I I think one word that comes up for me and I, and and this is a super common word that gets used a lot, but I love it. And that's just the journey. And I try to write for the journey because You know, I, and I think a lot about, you know, my why and why I do this. And a huge reason why is because of all the people who have met me where I was on the journey. And, and sometimes they're people that I I know in, in real life, but sometimes it was through a painting. It was through a poem. It was through a song. And, you know, I think that these things like, you know, I, My artwork and my my poetry, I don't see it as like I'm not trying to solve everyone's issue. I can't do that. There's no possible way that I can fix everything for someone. But if if it can just be, you know, a poster board along the sidewalk or a billboard along the interstate of life for someone that just reminds them to keep going and that they're not alone, like for some, that might be enough. For some, there might be just who pass it by, you know, maybe they didn't need that message today, and that's okay. but yeah, am like, there have been moments where I've heard people say things on podcasts or in books or, or, or in a poem that I'm like, yes, that speaks to the depths of my soul and that encourages me to keep going. So that's a huge reason why, you know, I, I in a way, like I even, that's why I do it. And I also feel like it's like my duty to do it. Like, I feel like it's my duty to pass it on because I have, like, I share this story about my college professor who, um, I, I went to a community college for like for a semester because I just couldn't figure out what I was gonna do. And I had like had a music scholarship at another school and that wasn't working out and I was at a community college and it was kind of like a predecessor to that moment I had when I was 26, where I was gonna give it all up. I had like a mini moment like that in college where I was like, I think I'm gonna give this up. Like, I don't think I'm gonna try to major in music or do anything creative. Um, because it's just I, I, I can't keep up with the competition. I just can't. So I had a professor. I turned in a, a, a poem for just like a regular assignment in a literature class, and and I and I still like will Facebook message him like once a year and tell him thank you. And he looked at me and said, "Hey Morgan, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but you're a writer." And he was like, "You need to write." And he was like, "Here's he's like here's how you can do that professionally." And just like in five minutes after class, like he just like. Went through this whole list of all these different things that riders could do, and and he's like, you can go to school, you can do this, you can do that, and I was like, whoa! Like it was the first time that I had like someone that wasn't my mom or dad like really take that kind of time to 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 speak what they saw in me, and it became, and that moment for me, it's like, I'm like, that was a game changer. I, I don't know what I would have done had I not been told that because I everything that happened after that, I'm like, that was a big part of the story. That small moment was a big part of my story. So for me, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I feel like it's my responsibility now to pass that on. I'm like, he wasn't being paid to told me tell me that. I mean, yes, he was paid, you know, to work in a school, but no one no one told him specifically that he had to spend that extra time. He wasn't paid to t- take that extra time with me. Um, and that's just one story of many that I've had, just little things. So I'm not even related to art. Um, and that I just always remember. I have, like, a really serious <laughs> memory. So I remember lots of little moments, of just, like, just little things that people said that just, like, made me feel like, made me feel like somebody make me feel seen, right. make me feel noticed. And, and I'm like, yeah, I'm here because of all those little moments, like all of those little moments matter to bring me here. So, you know, I feel like now it's, it's my responsibility to to at least try to be that for someone else. And I don't do it perfectly and I, and I never know like how my words will connect with someone, but yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really passionate about the journey and writing for the journey. <laughs> it's a long way of saying that.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. And you know what, there's two things that I want to tell you that is so interesting. Now I went to art school, um, but was not a writer. Oh. <laughs> and now I'm writing teacher when I was in high school, I was pregnant when I was a senior in high school. And he gave me literally the key to the art room and said, you mm. need to do this, your mm. outlet, this space, whenever you want mm. to stay here, just lock it up behind you. It doesn't matter. Mm. So I would be out there for, I would be out there into the night. My mom would have to come out and actually pull me out of the school because oh, she was wow. like, you can come now. And I was, and, but that was my <laughs> creative outlet, which yeah. is so interesting because then I became an art teacher. I went to college mm. and became an art teacher. When I started writing my parents, my parents and my, even my own sons were like, I didn't know you could write. Like oh, you can wow. really write. No, I can really write. It's a different form of. It's a different creative yeah. flow. Like mm-hmm. your your artwork is beautiful. It's a different oh. creative flow, yeah. right? It's absolutely phenomenal, and it's a different. It's literally writing with a different um, with a different form, and mm, that's beautiful really yeah. cool about it. Mm. Um, that was the one thing I wanted to mention, and then the other thing is it 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 truly I get it. The whole like people saying things to you, and you don't know. How your words are going to affect another person, or how your look yes. is going to, affect oh. or yeah. how your hug is going to affect another person, yes. or your any way. Mm-hmm. And my own that I feel is my own due diligence today is also to tell people how they're impacting me and what I also see in them. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if I'm on the trail with somebody, or if it is in passing, or if it's when I'm on a retreat, whatever it is, if mm-hmm. I see something in somebody. That I feel like they're not seeing in themselves. I don't really have a hard time anymore just saying, you know, here's what I'm seeing in you. Mm, and yeah. my hope is that you also are connecting with that. If not now, then at some point. Mm. Is,
0: oh, yes. It's
1: you are the leader, or you ha- like you have an incredible voice, or to, mm-hmm. to share something, or your story means something, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Had I not had that through my own journey i i don't know mm. if i where i'm at either quite frankly mm. you know i don't know if i would be sitting here doing all the things that i'm doing because it made such yeah. a impact in my life
0: yeah you, and you know that yeah and i think that that's for me i'm like i feel like that's what motivation should be you mm-hmm. know i think it's it's one thing to to say to someone like you can do it like don't give up and I say that too but I always try to just like think about like is there a way that I can say this that helps them see that you already have the tools to get started with that like for you to be brave is not some random thing like you've already been brave like the fact that you showed up today the fact that you are breathing like that is strength like And I've gotten, and it's, it's been light. I haven't gotten a ton, but I've gotten criticism, like from people sometimes like in comment sections that are just like, you know, oh, your poems, like they don't challenge people enough. Like they don't push people forward enough. Like there's, you need more to talk about more accountability. And my thing is, is like, look, most people are being flooded with messages every day, of what they should be doing oh. i'm like they don't need me to be another person to tell them what they should be doing they already have those like we yeah. all have them so i'm like i just want to be the kind of writer that encourages people to see like yes there's a bunch of stuff i have to figure out there's things that i have to own up to there's things i have to try like there's areas where i have to forgive myself where I have to forgive others where i have to do this where i have to do that and and this is also true. Like, I have the tools to to work through all of that. And what I have right now, who I am right now, is enough. And even if there are some days where I don't go as far as I want it to, like, the fact that I even am breathing, like, that is enough. And I know that that might not be the most, like, hoorah, like, let's get it done message. But For me, I'm like that's how I've made it through this life. Like that's how I, that's how I made it here, where I'm able to publish a book and all of this. Like I didn't just make it. I didn't just wake up one day and like, oh, I want to publish a book. Now I got to do whatever I possibly can to you know to get there. It's like I've got to be able to pace myself and and pace myself not knowing where it leads. So I try to pass that on to people because I think it's. I do think it's, it can kind of be a message that gets lost a little bit, um, especially sharing on social media, because it's not a place, it's not like a book, because it's, you know, people are there just for a few minutes, you know, when you're, when you're writing a book or reading a book, you're kind of there for a minute, or even watching a movie, you know, you're kind of there for a minute following the story. Um, so I do think sometimes, like, messaging on social media, because of need, you know, needing brevity and needing to be short, sometimes it can be like, oh, I got to get to the point really fast. I got to make sure people get at what they need to do. So I do feel like, you know, I'm okay with sitting in a space that is not so much like, let's just get it all done. Like, let's just help one another be seen for where we are and appreciate each other where we are.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. You said that word should. It's mm-hmm. it, it, I, That word should of like, first of all, First of all, (laughs) I followed my mom this morning and we were talking about this because I know that my mother, you mentioned this in the beginning too, of feeling like, you know, you, like you failed everybody. Like where, like where, you know, where are you in this? And I know for my own self, I thought I would be being, I thought I'd still be a teacher living in Wisconsin with a white picket fence and my three boys and a dog and doing all the things. Like, You know, being able to go to my family's house for Thanksgiving and holidays and everything. And here I am now, exactly the opposite, thinking about Mm. buying a vacation home in Costa Rica instead of actually having a house, 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 quote unquote, Mm. because My kids now, like their, their family life is not at all what I envisioned it to be like Mm. at all. And so I'm thinking, okay, what's exactly the opposite that I could be doing Mm. that I thought I would be doing now. And my mom said to me on the phone today, when I explained to her, you know, mom, this is what I think I want to be doing in five years. Like, I think that this is where I'm, I'm thinking my life path is going to be going. And she took a little sigh and she said, that sounds like a dream. Mm. And I thought, wow, wow that just touched my heart so much because it's Mm. exactly the opposite of what she thought I would and should be doing Mm. when I was growing up. It's exactly the opposite of what I thought I would and should be doing Mm. as now 46, a single woman with a single mom with three boys, marriage fall. you know, had, had, is not what I thought. Everything has been turned upside down Mm. from what I quote unquote thought I should or would be doing. And okay because here now today yeah. my mom is sitting there on the other end saying that sounds like a dream mm. yeah go for it exactly wow. the opposite of what I thought I would be doing when I was just yeah. old you know and oh. so it's yeah. it's, mm. it's beautiful um because the fluidity of life and and your words show that there is there is no should like there's it's just mm. the living mm-hmm. it's I mean, did you yes. to be doing what you're doing today? No, I had no <laughs> idea. I, no
0: idea. I mean, you know, even from like a really technical standpoint, it's, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of what I share on social media is, oops, a lot of what I share with my art is art with, um, art with words. Mm-hmm. And I... I remember reading and listening to a lot of like how to market yourself on Instagram. And I will often read and hear like the last thing you want to post is an image with text over it. And that's literally all yes! I post. Yes! So it was just so funny because like when I look at it, I'm like, man, I really am doing things in a really weird, random way. I'm like, I used to be the one who was like, oh, this is what it takes to to be a successful artist okay I'll listen I'll listen and now I'm like or I'll just break all the pools and and focus on the messaging and focus on the story and not worry about following every trend and like it's so interesting because I you know I you know I say this just for context I'm like I have 1.1 million Instagram followers and I don't even know how to use like most of the Instagram features like i I used to use hashtags a long time ago. I don't use hashtags anymore. I don't know how to put gifs in stories. like people were asking me, like, can you make GIFs? and in, in? can you make your art into gifs? I'm like I don't even know how to I don't even know That's how it all hilarious. Is. I'm <laughs> like it's so cool, but I don't even know how you're doing it so um so yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I never thought that I would be someone who was just like breaking the rules and doing things so differently. I mean, these aren't, like, huge rules, but, you know, in my my early 20-year-old brain, you know, it was, yeah, I was like, oh, there's a, it's interesting what happened for me because it's, like, I always knew I wasn't part of the, like, status quo because I, Always had terrible test scores. So I was like, okay, whatever the (laughs) I was like, whatever the 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 real thing is, I missed out on that, won't be going down that route. Um so I was like, I'm gonna go down the creative route. I always knew I would end up there and I was okay with like making less money or whatever. I didn't care. I was like, this is just what I do. But even within that, I still felt the pressure to follow like the status quo, like there were these these guys that I went to college with who were in a really like for our for the area we were in like they were having some success with their band and I remember distinctly like reading their MySpace bio like figuring out like what I needed to change about my MySpace bio so that I sounded like them so that I could get their opportunities I remember like listening to their music thinking like what kind of guitars are they using like what kind of Sense are they using all this stuff and like trying to figure out how to make my thing like that so it could be successful. And what I'm so grateful for is like once I let all of that stuff go grudgingly because I wasn't trying to. I was just in that season where I was just feeling like a failure. I was just like, I guess this is the end. Once I let all of that go, like that's when I actually begin to truly. (laughs) thrive because <laughs> I was free from all that stuff, so so, yeah, I had no idea that I would be doing this, but I'm so grateful
1: <laughs> you know um, okay, so i'm gonna I'm gonna go to this next step because um we in when I was listening to your podcast about the fear and the courage and um and, like I said, I'm gonna stick this into the into the show notes as well. And one of the things that you mentioned is that the Grand Canyon is your, is your favorite place that you love. Yes, there were so many things in that podcast, by the <laughs> way, I mean, I was, so where I go to get inspiration and to, um, before I'm interviewing anybody or anything like that, I literally go either on my paddleboard or I go walk or go for a run or I need to get outside and move movement is where I get my inspiration. And so I was listening to your podcast, and one of the things, and I, the whole time, I mean, people around me were probably like, "What the heck?" Because I was like, "Yes, oh, I love her." <laughs> oh my her! goodness! Like oh. Like <laughs> anybody that's been on, anybody that knows me or watches me knows, like that truly is how I am. Oh my goodness! Um, but one of the things that you had said was, uh, you're, "You choose to live and love boldly, even without the closure of yesterday." And it is that was just one of the many things that you said that I was like yes that is so true. Um, and then you another quote that you said in there was sometimes it's climbing a mountain and sometimes it's a softening into gradual um, forgiveness, gradually softening into forgiveness. And it, there are just so many words mm-hmm. that I was like uh, yes. So mm-hmm. it, it, there are just so many things. But you also mentioned about the Grand Canyon and. Why I bring this up is because I know for me, the reason I got into my business and the reason that I got into what I'm doing is because the Grand Canyon was one of my healing spaces. Mm-hmm. It was one of the places that I went to, um, and you're, you, you get this, um, to really dive deep into who I am and to get down into the soul and the core, who am I? And it's very much like you're talking about. You had to get back to who am I not following the norms, not following society's thoughts, not following what people are telling you, you should quote unquote, be doing that word again, um, in order to be quote unquote successful, which by the way, what is successful anyhow. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, right. And so for me, that was always my place was going back to the Canyon and really, I, I metaphorically use it in my retreats and why I do what I do as well, because it's diving deep into who you are sitting there. And then, mm. coming out, a transformed, awakened human being
0: mm. it
1: 's just a really good way of going through the process while you 're also in nature okay. um, and that was that 's just really the point that I want to make is it really is getting back, and I want everybody it 's so important for people to remember this go back to who you are, mm. go back, strip down from all of the people that are the outside you know voices telling you 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 have to be doing it this way. Or you should be doing it this way. Or why aren't you doing it this way and questioning you and just really align with your soul, your purpose, your spirit, your heart. And that's all you need in order to guide you. Mm. That's it. It's yeah. so simple. We overcome mm. everything. Mm. And it's, it's, I do the same thing. I, listen, I've had to do the same thing in my business of like, okay, Sarah, you don't need to be listening to X, Y, Z, because you really know what to do. You've mm. been here before mm. <laughs> a thousand yeah. times in your past.
0: Yeah. Yes, which is absolutely.
1: Because your, your work brings me back to my past and reminds mm. me of who I once was. Wow. And I am today. Wow. I
0: love that. And I love that, you know, we have this Grand Canyon connection oh. <laughs> because <laughs> I feel, yes, because I feel like there's. You know, in those moments where, or seasons where we're stuck in our head and we're having a hard time remembering the good things, remembering how far we've come, you know, I think a lot of times physical spaces can remind us of a lot. And for me, now when I go to the Grand Canyon, like I I don't get to go all the time, but every time I go, I remember where I was the last time I was there. And I can think about Mm. everything that's happened in between that. And it kind of becomes like I have these places like in the world that are like little anchor points. Like I had a moment like that. I was, uh, so I, I, I was born in California, but I was raised in Georgia. And I hadn't been to Georgia in a year. So I, I was there a few weeks ago and I was only there for a moment. But when I was there, there were places that I drove by that I hadn't driven by in who knows how long. And there was just so much that I was like, wow, like, I think I said this before, I have like a really intense memory. I can remember a lot of things and I can remember for me, this might not be wrong, but for me, I can remember like specific types of music or songs that I was listening to on certain roads from years ago. And I can even just think about like, Oh, I was listening to that song. Cause I was going through this. Like, I was doing that because I was over here because this is what was going on. And I was asking these questions and I was trying to figure this out and wow, I don't even think about that stuff anymore. And it was consuming me back then. So I actually incorporate a lot of um, imagery in my work and a lot of landscapes into my work because of that reason. It's like, if you, this isn't everyone, but it's like, if you've ever had a moment in the forest or at a mountain or by a river, and it was just a memorable moment. It's just like, you remember that for a reason. And, And I- I like to think that there's a lot there, there's a lot to unpack there. And, and um, yeah, so I, I read a lot about that. And, and, I, and I'm also just passionate about like, you know, these beautiful spaces, I think, you know, now that we all have like, these, you know, well, not all, but most people have phones in their hands, um, right. that are, they can take beautiful pictures and videos, you know, sometimes it can be really easy to forget, like, all of the stories and 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 the sacredness of a place of a space because we have these phones that can just capture it um and and then if it's not like the most national geographic worthy photo ever then we don't feel like we can share it and it's like no there's so much more to it than that it's like yes you can get a, a beautiful photo but it's like there's so many stories and history and struggles associated with this land. There's so many things that, that, that you just standing here, like being a part of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I love to, that's why I love to write about imagery and I love to, to, to talk about nature imagery a lot because I, I really do think it's, it's a way that can connect us to one another. And It can just be a way to just connect us with the present moment. So there's a lot of that in my book, too. Like I have like a really, um, because again, I'm, I'm on the job training with my art skills. And I, even within my book, there's a lot of on the job training. Um, but I definitely have canyons painted in the book as well. So, oh, yeah, you
1: talked about that. And I, <laughs> I, I love that. I mean, and you talked about how when you sometimes look at a summit and you're, you know, like I could, the, the fear and the courage with that, that actually yes. goes along with it about um, even going up, the, uh, if you were to climb a summit, like there's still that fear of like, I could fall off.
0: You yeah, know?
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and and that becomes also a driving force, which is mm. which is um, beautiful. You know, that's yeah. I know every time that I and I talk about this, I was just writing about this in my book, and that's going to be published, and it's about how I actually look for that person when we're when I'm running a treat retreat mm. of um, who has who do I feel like that is in fear mode where they're feeling mm. that anxiety. And they're always the ones, I'm giving this away now. They're always the ones that I actually call on to lead us in
0: because mm. those are also Whoa. the ones
1: that um that I know I usually it's that person where I'm like, I see you. Mm. I see you and I see that leader and I know what you're capable of. And mm. we are all there to support you through this. Because it's it such grand canyon such a spiritual space. When you go there, do you just feel it? Like, I feel the spirits. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. feel, I feel like I must have been, I must have had past lives or something because I, I'm in there and I'm just like, oh yeah, uh-huh. I, I feel you guys. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. you. All those yeah. people who have walked those trails before, all the people, the, are you know, the, the ancestors and just everybody, the Hopis, it's just like, you know, you're just feeling them as they are mm. hiked down inside. Have you been there? I mean, have you gone down here? No, I haven't. <laughs> I have it. And that's why I
0: just like I want to spend more time there because I well, so I I'm went as girl. a kid. I'm yes. I'm, I'm so glad. Child. I'm so glad to connect. And we will definitely connect because I I, see, I want to go mind. I want to go deeper. Literally. So. Literally.
1: Well, <laughs> listen. Anybody that's been in there with me knows we go deep so yes it, yeah I've nice.
0: been I've done I've done trails like around like in Arizona but not actually at the Grand Canyon so oh honey yes. there's
1: a reason I always say there's a reason there's a reason there's a reason we connect mm. I got gotcha. you I got gotcha, you this.
0: awesome I'm gotcha. so glad I'm so yeah. glad yes yeah, so well I I like I had the chance to Instagram stalk you for like three seconds and all I saw was Grand Canyon and I was like <laughs> oh I don't even know what's going on here, but whatever <laughs> she's doing, I want to be a part of it. <laughs> so, so yes. So I will definitely, yeah, we'll for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, yes. stop,
1: okay, I I've already stopped you too. So there
0: you go. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> so I want to talk really, I want to talk a little bit about uh, your book that just came out. Tell yeah. us about this. I want to know, just give us, give us all, give it the juice. Um, I know from writing a book right now that this is a lot of soul pouring out onto page i nobody told me it was gonna be like
0: this it yeah is. no yeah it's it's definitely a thing um <laughs> so i am i'm so excited that the book is out there it is so as i mentioned before i write my poetry and make my art from the stories that people send me it's just i i'm just inspired by real people's stories and and i i literally write for one person at a time like I'm not trying to write through thousands or millions, like one person at a time. And in doing that, that, you know, I've been doing that for three years now and doing that a lot of times, like when I'm writing, like I'll find myself like going really deep into something and I'm just like, oh, I'm not sure if I can send this to this person. And I'm like, we are still internet strangers, and you know they, they might be opening this up like standing in the line at the grocery store, and like they weren't exactly ready for a hard for Nichols essay. So um, I mean, yeah, so there have just been moments where I've just kind of like held things, and just like I don't know what this part of it's for. It's for that you know it's for one person, but I'm just not ready to share it yet. And yeah, the book are those those part twos of the poems. Like they're just me going just a, a layer deeper. So for instance, on social media, you will find that I I write a lot about grace. And in um, the second or third poem of the book, I actually say something along the lines of like, when when you've heard the word grace so much that like it doesn't even like really resonate anymore, there's grace for that too. So the book definitely has lots of um, moments where I just really try to sit with some of the things that I've already written and just go deeper. And, and, I, and I wrote them with the, the frame of mind, like, these are just words that I hope that someone, someone wants to hold in their hand, or they just feel, feel less alone by holding them in their hands, even if they're just looking at the pictures, so... Yeah, that's that's all along you're blooming
1: <laughs> so i want to tell you um, my niece's name is grace by the way oh wow
0: yeah. and so that.
1: um yeah that's my niece that that has been nonstop texting me about you
0: mm, oh my goodness so I have to tell grace i said hello and maybe i'll maybe i'll see her on the trails
1: Oh, she's always with me. She's, I adore that Adore her so much. Oh my goodness. So I want to ask you, um, where do you write? Where do you find most of your inspiration? Yeah. So I kind of write everywhere. (laughs) Do you write on your phone? Are you one of those people too? Like I I pull my phone out and I'm like, Ooh, something good. I need to text this to myself. I write everywhere.
0: So I write in my notes app. I write in the Evernote app. I write in my notebooks. I write on my iPad. It's all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I went through a period where I was like, no, strictly Google docs. So all of 2018, well, I would say seven or eight months of 2018 was like all Google docs, but other than that period, it's kind of everywhere. Um, and yeah, a lot of that now, you know, I became a mom eight months ago. I have an eight-month-old son. And, and yeah, I, I just have to take what I can when I can because there's some times where, and I, I've been doing a lot of audio recording now, like recording vo- voice memos, because like sometimes I'll have him in my hands and I've got a thought and, you know, I, the second I pull out a pen, he's going to try to eat it. So <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, hey, Siri, can you record this? And I just record it. So. Yeah, I do that when I'm on <laughs> when
1: I'm on my paddleboard four miles offshore. I get like this. Oh, yeah! I don't have a pen and a paper with me, and so I pull my phone out and I tell my clients to do this a lot. If you have thoughts or ideas that you want to actually, you know, put out there and then mm-hmm. and listen to, it's a great way to do it. It's a great absolutely.
0: Way to do yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, where do you find most of your inspiration?
0: Mm. Connecting with other people. Mm, yeah, and just hearing other people's stories because I just I love stories and and I love real stories and yeah that's that's where my there are there are times where I'll just kind of have something that I'm going through and then it and then it just kind of comes up naturally for me to write about but most of the time it takes listening to others honestly and sometimes it's DMs and emails a lot of times it's that and. A lot of times it's listening to podcasts, audiobooks, poems, yes. interviews, like just listening, just listening to what's going on in the world. And and when I, and the way I kind of see it is like when I notice something, that means that that's stirring up something in me. I don't know what, but that's the connection just happened. So like when I have, there are times where, um, so I actually actually just hired a team so I have a team we were ah, talking this morning it was so exciting and I'm about to, I was I'm about to paint a mural and a try to at least keyword try <laughs> and I've just been struggling with I was like man I don't know what I want to put on it I know what I want to say but I couldn't quite find the words and passively um we we're in the meeting and someone said like what what's going to go in the mural like, she wasn't trying to come up with a phrase for the mural. So I'm just always listening. I'm just always listening. I'm like, there's, there's a way we say things naturally. There's a way people focus on different things in their story. And I'm like, why did they focus on that? And then why was I, why am I focusing on the fact that they focused on that? And what can I write about that? So, yeah, lots of listening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I think that um, you know, in my work, I know too that just listening to nature when I'm outside. Oh yeah, absolutely. Watching listening to the dolphins, listening to the whales, listening to the birds, listening mm-hmm. to trees, like listening is a is a really underrated tool that mm-hmm. we that we truly need to get back to. And I yes. so many people to absolutely. do absolutely. Yeah. And it's not just about like the word, but it's also about like listening to people's actions and mm-hmm. to their eyes, and listening to their breath and Like listen, just a yes, mechanism. yes, absolutely. Beautiful thing. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask you a few other questions too that I'm finding to be just so, so amazing. Um, I know that I know that there's a lot of people out there that want to know this too. Who do you? Uh, who do you? Um, who do you read? Who are some of the, the people that you actually go to?
0: Yes, yeah, so I have uh, so many. Yes, <laughs> so I'm sure there like, are. That's why I was like, "How do I, uh, narrow, yeah, like, how do I narrow it down?" Yeah, how do I narrow it down? So I'll it narrow it down to just poets right now, just so I can, just so we won't be here for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say three poets that I, I think about a lot because I, I I love to read and I also love to think about writers and their process and their stories and just what they created in the time frame that they were in. And one of the first poets that ever really caught my attention was T.S. Eliot, which is, you know, he's a classic modernist poet that's been around. Um, lots of people know his work and things. And he, um, there's a line in his poem, uh, Love of Alfred J. Pufrock, that stood out to me as a teenager. And it says, um, the last line of the poem was, is uh, to human voices wake us and we drown. And I remember reading that as a teenager, like, what does that even mean? Like, I want to know what that means. Like, I feel like whoever this person is, is T.S. Eliot speaking to me. And I remember finding out about his work and looking him up and just being so shocked that, like, this was, like, that I just had su- such a connection with, like, an old, dead, white guy who I have nothing in common with, and I was just like, "Huh, I never did not think that's what he was going to look like." Um, whoa, like that's really. So I think about that experience a lot because I oftentimes get in my head of like, "Oh, no one's going to connect with me because I'm this and there or that." And there's so many different ways that can go. So right. I think about that a lot. I'm like, it doesn't matter at the nope. end of the day, like on a soul level yes we are human and we can connect in ways that that transcend all the other stuff that we feel like should separate us so um so yeah I think about that a lot and then I think about Maya Angelou a lot and just just her work and I'm just and I have and I just think I'm like Could I be doing this without her having paved the way? I don't think so. I I don't think so. She paved the way for a lot of people that are like me and that look like me. And I'm just grateful for her work. And I think about her poems often and and different things that she said. And one thing I find interesting about her, is just that there have been things that she said and like, I'll see them floating around the internet and sometimes, like, people don't attribute them to her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maya said that. And I'm just like, how interesting is it that someone's work can be that, that powerful, you know, that it's like, we don't even know who said this, and here we are saying this. Um, granted, I always leave comments if I can. I'm like, Maya said that. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I, that's just really encouraging, because there have been times where um, my work has been ripped off, <laughs> and I've had people, yeah, I've had people take what I say and attribute it to someone else or there have been some, yeah, there have been some big ones <laughs> and I've just been like, whoa, okay, wow. Um, wow. I sort of have to remind myself, I'm like, you know, it's, it's still about connecting with people and, and touching people in and, and a way that is on a soul level and, and sometimes, yeah, so I think about, I think about her a lot um another person is, is Mary Oliver, I'm mentioning yes. all poets who are no longer with us. And I just love how there's an interview that she did. Um, I didn't know much about her until I heard an interview that she did with uh, Krista Tippett on the On Being podcast. And I didn't know that so many of the pieces that she's writing about were just like, about like the forest by her house. And I just love how how she just, she could just write so beautifully and so deeply about a place that maybe to some of us might not be like that Instagrammable mm-hmm. um, or it might not be like that, you know, notable or, you know, it might not seem that interesting. And yet she brought so much depth and so much presence just to these simple things. So, but yeah, those are three that I, I think about a lot
1: are many, many more.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah.
1: Beautiful. And, you know, one of the things that you mentioned too is... Um, Yeah, in the soul level, we are all connected. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, and it's so important. I was just having a conversation right before I got on with you about this exact conversation. Mm. The same exact um, was that uh, so many times we we put these barriers up when, in reality, it's like what you've gone through, what I've gone through, what the person behind me, the person to the right, to the person on the left. So many mm-hmm. times it's the same thing. We just don't yeah. realize that we've all been yeah. there or are going there or are there. I've mm-hmm. been there, are there, are going there at the same time. And so it's, it's a real interesting, um, it's interesting you bring that up because that's something that gets brought up with me and my clients an awful lot, mm-hmm. especially when we're long that we're there. Um, we start to realize that every single time when we come out, somebody says, I had no idea that mm. I had so much in common with you and that mm-hmm. like I looked at you and I just judged you and you know mm-hmm. in with and in reality oh my gosh we're one and the same I love that it's judgment yeah. is one of those things that ugh, I'd like to, that can we put that with the word should and yeah
0: exactly please. yes I
1: mean, I mean, please. let's I you totally and I agree. effort in this world to put yes. those words. I'm sure we can come up with a few other ones but like yes out the door it's stop real that is um, real it is it is it's yeah. just it bugs me and i i think part of it's because i've been judged so much and mm. what i should be doing mm. and, yeah um, yeah well on wow. the side of it that's also where i found the courage to do what i'm doing so
0: wow yeah i love that i love that you turn Are that you around relate- that's beautiful yes yes i definitely can see how all- all of those things that I thought I had to be, especially as an artist in order to be an artist in order to be myself. Um, you know, now that I'm where I'm at now, I, I'm like, Oh, I've got a long list of things that I thought I had to be. And I am so glad to share with others. Like, Hey guys, there's a life on the other side of that. I haven't figured it all out. Um, (laughs) I still deal with self doubt. I still have questions. I still have moments where I compare myself to other artists. I I compare myself to other people. Um, And I'm still going to keep making art anyway. I'm still going to keep connecting with people anyway. So you're doing a beautiful. I believe that. Thank
1: you so much. Beautiful job of it. So uh, I do want to ask you one last thing. Um, If you could give a message to the world to those that are listening that can get rippled on into this world and make it a better place what is it that you would like to share with the listeners right now
0: yes I um I think the first thing that comes to mind has been on my mind a lot lately it's just just pay attention Mm -hmm. and um just pay attention to what's going on around you right now that you know, it's so easy to get in our heads and start thinking about the past or the future. And there's also this moment and there's something to be learned here. There's, some, there's someone that you can serve, that you can be present with. Um, there's space to just breathe, like to just take deep breaths and to trust that that matters. So just pay attention to what's happening right now and, and let it surprise you.
1: Oh, I love that. Let it surprise you. Okay, Mm -hmm. I just got chills. Oh wow. That's the magic. (laughs) That's the magic. That's the Mm. magic in living. That's Mm. the magic in living. That is the difference between, you know, the fear and the courage. Like Mm. circle.
0: Thank that. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you. I've really enjoyed this.
1: I've really enjoyed this with you as well. And um, I just want to thank you for being here and for taking you, uh, to serve in this way. Um, yes. because I know that, well, I know as soon as this gets out there, my niece is going to be on it in about two seconds. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yes. Sharing yeah. it with all of our friends. So and I just want to thank you for, for truly taking the time out of your life.
0: And uh, oh. Doing yes this. No, problem. no problem i really enjoyed this thank you so Whenever much you want
1: to go into that grand canyon yes uh, There, ready willing honored blessed all the things grateful to uh, get you down and out and have you just have the time of your life while you're doing it
0: Yes, well, I'm I'm so excited about that, and yes, I'm definitely going to be looking at my schedule. So let's stay in touch. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh my goodness. All right, hun. Awesome. Thank you a million times. Yes,
1: over. thank
0: you,
1: friends. Thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I am grateful to have you here, and I would love to invite you over to SarahSchultingCranes.com to grab my free seven steps to a joy filled life. I share these seven steps from my own heart, soul, and experience. These steps transformed my own life from victim to survivor. Also, please, let's all be a ripple effect of change in today's world. I ask of you to please share this podcast with others that may need to be inspired or who need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review, go to my Instagram or Facebook page and let me know what you think. I love hearing from each and one of you. I love sharing your thoughts, messages, and inspiring words. Because we are not alone in this world, friends, let's keep the ripple moving. It begins with each one of us. I love you and have a great remainder of your day. Seeking the truth never gets old.